0: On today's episode, we're going to be talking about Thanks Living on Soul Zero 2. And welcome to Soul Zero 2. This is a podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. And I want to read a scripture to you that has often been used uh, just to talk about people that are uh, lost in the most vile kinds of sin that you know God's judgment is going to come on them and all this and uh connect it with thanksgiving which um which I've never read it this way because I've read this so many times and and I was always taught and kind of thought that Romans 1 was always just about these people that are just so hopeless that reprobates and there's truth to that but there's something to be said about this scripture and thanks living, you know, which we're, we're in Thanksgiving season. It says in Romans 1.19, For who, what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. Ever since the creation of the world, His eternal power and divine nature, invisible though they are, have been understood and seen through the things he has made so they are without excuse he's talking about people who don't follow him right people who don't show him honor and gratitude for though they knew god they did not honor him as god or give thanks to him but they became futile in their thinking and their senseless minds were darkened and this is a very famous scripture that people always used to talk about people that are uh, so depraved, and this is just all about the depraved people. But let me let me give it a spin today, of of understanding of of what it means to me in connection to Thanksgiving. This scripture speaks not just to people who refuse to follow God, but to every person, Christian or not Christian, who does not acknowledge God, and lives a life of thankfulness or thanks living in this case. And that's what the scripture is really about, about what happens to us, because there are consequences to not being thankful. What happens to us when we refuse to be thankful and instead adopt lives of ingratitude? So why does God demand gratitude? What's the big deal? Is he on some ego trip? But before we can be thankful, we have to know why God demands it. Why does God demand thankfulness? God has unmistakably revealed himself, Romans 1.19. We, we read it, right? For what can be known about God is plain to them. So he's done it unmistakably where people can look at nature, they can look at creation and see him. And Paul clearly does not believe that when humans look at creation, they are aware at some level, uh, that they're not aware of some level, that, that there's not a power going, you know, something is happening there, that, that he... He he does believe rather that when humans look at creation, they, they say to themselves, there's something more about this, there's something behind this, there's something great going on here. That's how God made it. But also, this will this this revelation happens every day in creation, Romans 120 again. And he talks about how that God's eternal power and divine nature, invisible though they are, have been understood and seen through the things that are made. The mountains, think about the mountains, the, the sun, the moon, the stars, the animals, the oceans, the woods. Uh, all point to a designer or creator. But also, the reason why uh, God demands gratitude is because revelation makes ingratitude inexcusable. That's why it says in Romans 1.20, so that they're without excuse. In other words, when when we have a reason to be thankful and instead adopt the opposite spirit... That is a very dangerous place to be in. The only suitable response to the one who created everything is worship and thanksgiving. The only suitable response is submission to the Creator. So ingratitude is this. And we'll read it again. For though they knew God. Right? Though they knew God. So, and that's Romans 121. Ingratitude is not just being ungrateful, but not giving God what he deserves. That's ingratitude. Because sometimes we think, well, you know, I'm, I'm thankful on Thanksgiving, and once in a while I'm thankful. Th- th- that doesn't begin to scratch what gratitude really is. But if we see the opposite of, of what gratitude is, it, it's refusing to acknowledge God in our lives. Proverbs 9.10 says, For the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. In a way, all sin can boil down to not recognizing God. Or, let me put it more bluntly, all sin can boil down to refusing to acknowledge God. Of knowing that He's there, even having a a mental belief of Him, but refusing to acknowledge Him to the point where you serve Him, where you give your life to Him. Not not, Not acknowledging God, especially during times of trouble, can be very difficult because we start down this dark path. And I've seen this throughout the ministry many, many, many years people who they kind of hide in church or they hide in their life and there's this under underlining bitterness in their life even though they function they go about their day but they're bitter in their hearts matthew 10 28 jesus says says these words do not fear those who kill the body but but cannot kill the soul rather fear him who can destroy body and soul in hell and he's talking about the fear of god that when you fear God, you know how powerful and how awesome He is, and your life turns around that truth. But also, ingratitude is this, refusing to utter God. And that's Ezekiel 8.16. For though they knew God, they did not answer Him, and I'm, I'm reading from Romans again, they did not answer Him as God or give thanks. And so, I quote to you also Ezekiel 8.16 because There's a story there that I'll I'll give a brief touch on in a minute, but sometimes we can honor our fears more than we honor God. Sometimes we can honor what someone thinks about us and fear people more than God. And William Grinnell put it very succinctly when he said we fear man so much because we have so little fear or we fear God so little rather. One fear cures another. In other words, if I truly fear God, I'm not going to fear man. I'm not going to fear what people think about me, what they're going to do to me, because God is greater. And now Ezekiel, he he mourned the fact that, that Israel had turned their backs on God. And instead of fearing God, he saw a vision of them bowing down and, and praying to the sun, meaning the S-U-N, the sun, uh, a part of creation. And in other words, In the vision, in Ezekiel 8.16, it says that they literally turned their back on God. While their backs were to God, they were facing the sun and worshipping it. And that is a a prime example of not honoring God, of refusing to honor God and worshipping something else. But also, uh, uh, ingratitude is ungratefulness. And that's another word for it, really. But he says they did not honor God or give thanks to him. In Romans 121 gratitude is more than saying thanks or thank you or hey I appreciate it or celebrating a holiday right gratitude rather is the choice to be grateful in every circumstance that's what gratitude really is it's the choice to be grateful in every single circumstance of our lives and we find that when 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 we fail to do this something happens we get these consequences right ingratitude has consequences, and again he says it in Romans 121, but they became futile in their thinking, and their senseless minds were darkened. Futile literally means that our thinking becomes darkened, and thoughts become worthless and without purpose, and they become hopeless even, and then senseless means our moral compass loses its magnetic north, and I'm, and that's my, my interpretation of, of, of my study. But in other words, our magnetic north is God, right? And it opens us up to any kind of foolish actions. Do you see what I mean by this? This scripture is not just for depraved people, but it's for thankless people. It's for people who who maybe they're practical atheists. They, They believe in God mentally, but they refuse to acknowledge God by the way they live. By the way they live, they may as well bow down to the sun because they're not really acknowledging God in their life. So thanks living is this. It is more than what I sacrifice to God. Hosea six. 6 for I desire steadfast love and not sacrifice for uh, the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. This is what God wants. He wants steadfast love. He wants us to know that He's there and to serve Him, right? And, and this is about loving God with all of our hearts. Thanks living means not just showing God respect, but doing what God requires of you doing things that you know please God. But also, thanksgiving is this, something that can't be done half-heartedly. You you can't just be thankful and then moan and groan at the same time about your life. There is no balance uh, between gratitude and ingratitude. Think about it that way. Those who are not grateful soon begin to murmur and complain about everything. And this is what we mean by the, the dark side of not being thankful, when you're not thankful, when, you're, when you refuse gratitude, you become ingrateful, or, or an ingrate really, and we get to the point where everything in life bothers us and we're just not happy about anything, and that's why somebody said that lukewarmness is hate disguised as love, that when someone says, well, I, I sort of love God or sort of serve Him, uh, that's really hatred disguised as love. That's why the book of Revelation talks about being neither cold nor hot, right? And Thomas Merton once said that lukewarmness is a state in which one rejects God, and rejects the will of God, while maintaining an exterior pretense of loving Him. And that's a very dangerous place that any of us could live in as Christians. That we could practically say, "I love God and I love church and I, you know, I I have my my Bible studies," but. In, in our hearts, we can feel something else. There can be a lack of submission to God. There can be a part of us that is rejecting Him or His will for our lives. But also, thanks, living is this. It is the very opposite of ingratitude. Remember, you can't really have a balance between the both. It's one or the other. When we choose to be grateful, we naturally reject being complainers. And in other words, we, we tend to... In the worst day of our lives, still say God is faithful. God is going to come through. God's going to break through for us, and God never changes. It's impossible to be thankful and at the same time be resentful, bitter, and angry. But also, thanks, living is this seeing God in the moment. It's so important that that when we have trials and tribulations in our life, that we're able to to see God in everything. That even though we had season where we had loss or rejection or pain and you know, you know maybe someone's watching this or hearing this today and maybe you've been abused there's nothing worse than that there's nothing worse than, than the feeling that that you were hurt that way in some way and but god has a way of bringing us through anything so that we see his grace in every moment we see his hand working to redeem us and to help us and to heal us and so we have to see God in our moment. If it chooses, that, that sight that we have chooses not to be stuck in a better past, nor does it wait for a better future to be thankful. But it says, I'm going to be thankful now, because as Job said, even if God kills me, I'm going to trust in Him. And lastly, thanks living is this, it's constantly leaving room for wonder. When's the last time you had wonder about your life A sign of thanks living is the ability to continually have a wow factor about God as he intersects with your life. I love something that uh, the poet William Blake once said, to see a world in a grain of sand and a heaven in a wildflower, hold infinity in the palm of your hand and eternity in an hour. There's something about grasping God in your moment And even more than that, always leaving room in your life every day for wonder, for something great that God can do. That's true faith. That is true trust. That's what it really means to, to be a person who has thanks living. That's why Paul was able to say, in all these things, we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. And Paul said elsewhere, God works all things together for good. And Job once said, though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. Jesus said, only believe. So where is your heart in thanksgiving? What are you saying? What are you, what are you thinking these days? In this season, choose not just, just to be thankful for a day or a week, but choose a life of, of thanksgiving that literally suppresses any kind of, of lack of, of thanks thanksgiving. So, or a lack of gratitude, rather. And, and instead, have thanksgiving in every moment of your life, even when it's hard. So if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a like and uh, subscribe to our channels. Check us out on, on uh, we're on audio, we're on Buzzsprout, and, and wherever you can get your audio ones, and we're also on YouTube. So check us out, and so glad you could join us today. Until next time, God bless you. Take care.